Welcome to the Rockman Podcast, the weekly podcast brought to you by Rockman, the running and fitness challenge brand for those with a deep desire to test and further their limits and live a healthier life with fortitude. At Rockman, we provide the challenges, sportswear, content, and community to inspire action within you to push your body, strengthen your mind, and achieve your next level of health, fitness, and well-being. You can sign up free at www.rockman.co.uk. If you'd like to be notified about new podcast releases, then be sure to hit the subscribe button below. And if you take any value from this podcast whatsoever, give me the thumbs up or leave me a review or a comment. Podcasts by nature are very much one way. Me and my guest will speak, you listen, but there's nothing coming back, rarely. So in order for me to know which ones are good, which ones are bad, please let me know in the comment section below and it will help me to improve the podcast going forward. I'm Terry Rosman, Rockman founder, and I hope you enjoy. Recording in progress. Oh, what was that? Oh, some feedback, was it? Welcome to the Rockman podcast, Robin and Dean. How are you guys doing? Very good. Very, good. Very, good. Very well. We were just saying, Robin's got a beer for this, but it's non-alcoholic, right? You'll have to show, show yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the watchers, the viewers. Hold it up. You're putting us to shame. I've only got a little water. <laughs> yeah. The watch out if Robin starts slurring his words later. <laughs> Um, I had to get you guys on to the Rockman podcast because you're both fully active members of Team Rockman. I think um, you've been involved with Rockman for over a year now, definitely over a year, both of you, I think. 18 months. 18 months, Jesus. Well, what was great was um, I posted a a photo on the socials today of Robin's um, pips that you've earned. I think you've had every single one, right? Um, I think I missed the first two in 2020. I started... uh... December 2020. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I started January 21. Yeah. And well, you're running out of room. I think you need a new t shirt, Robin. You've got one. Um, well, I've, I've still got one sleeve, but then I'm thinking going on the back. So just cover, <laughs> just cover it, cover it up, cover it all yeah, up. Yeah. Um, but I thought you're not only are you both active members, um, but you know, we, I've got to know you over the last year, year, year and a half. And I know that you've, you've both had your struggles, right? Um, with health and well-being and I, I but you both use challenges as a way of maintaining healthy well-being and that is at its core what we're trying to do and achieve at Rockman so I thought that your both your stories would actually be inspirational to the listeners listening they, they could take some real um what information inspiration value from it and hopefully learn some lessons that they can apply to their own lives um where am I so first off to ex- win one minute or less, you can take it in turns. Can you explain sort of who you are and, and what you do in day-to-day life? We'll go eight before booty shoes to crack on, Robin, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, see, I listened to um, when you were speaking to Prav and uh, it's really interesting because it's like, I don't know, I'm probably still trying to find out who I am, but who I identify with is I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a teacher for a living, and I'm also a Rockman athlete. I think that's about as brief as I can make it. Yeah, and where, where, whereabouts are you based? Um, I'm based just outside Manchester. Um, people, I could say Bolton, but uh, I'm just outside Bolton as well. So. Yeah. And how many kids you got? Uh, just the one, just the one. And how old's uh, is it? Because it's Samuel, I've met him. We, we, oh, love yeah, him. you've met Samuel. He came down to a Penny Fan with us. So he's 18 in October. 80, oh, he'd be a man. At the moment. So, yeah, 
Yeah. And what about you, Dean? Right, so I'm based just outside Pontypris, um, and uh, basically just a daft endurance challenge addict, really. Uh, husband, father, grandfather. Yeah. Grandfather. How yeah. many kids you got, then? and how many two. Grand- grandkids? Two, uh, two daughters, two granddaughters, and another one on the way in September. You're going to have your hands full then. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But let's talk about your credentials because you're both, I'd say, yeah, well, you, you mentioned it then, Dean, you're crazy challenge after, uh, addict. Mm-hmm. You've, both, you've both done some crazy challenges. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. So we'll go with Robin first. What, what sort of big challenges have you done? So not, not, not necessarily Rockman challenges, the ones that your personal challenges. Um, right, well, uh, 2020, I did um, 100K. Um, I was supposed to be doing London to Brighton. Uh, that got cancelled, but I still did it anyway, locally. Uh, last summer, I decided, well, I got kicked up to the lakes for a week by my wife, and I ran around the 16 major lakes in the Lake District in a week, which was uh, absolutely fantastic. The weather was good. Uh, being up there, just uh, being on your own, getting your thoughts together. And then the last one I did was March. Um, I took a page out of Dean's book. I know he didn't manage to finish the 496, but I did the 496 uh, in March. And what is, what is the 496 for people that don't know? Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, for those who don't know, you run one kilometre on the first day of the month, uh, two kilometres on the second day, three, all the way up to the 31st day where you run 31 kilometres on the last day. I'm guessing that, that equals and equates to 496 yep, kilometres in the month. How was that? Yeah. And I mean, it was tough because we also had the four by four by 48. Yeah, in the, in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> so I, ended up, I ended up doing, uh, I think it was nearly 600 kilometers for the month. Uh, but the challenge <laughs> itself is really interesting because I thought it would be the last week was the toughest, but it wasn't. It was the third week, so 18 to 24, 25, that was really, really tough, uh, just mentally, really get yourself out and keeping it going because you get to that point where you think why am i doing this oh i bet um, because because yeah, yeah. there's not that i mean the, the aim is to obviously just complete it <clears throat> it's, it's getting that your head round right getting yourself up and just getting out uh but the easiest runs were the last five ones and they're the longest so you know i wouldn't know I wouldn't know. <laughs> what, Sorry, Dean. I didn't, I mean, I didn't mean to. Is it that third week where it starts to really ramp up? Is that that, that is that why? Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's it because you, I mean, for myself, um, you know, up to ten miles, right? Okay, I, I, I do that on a weekly basis as my long run, uh, but doing it on a day basis, and you're getting up to running a half marathon, day in day out. That's when your body starts to feel it. Yeah. And what about you, Dean? Uh, well, challenge-wise, mate, they're all mad, aren't they? What I do, um, the the biggest one, no, I got it was the the twist I put on the four by four by forty-eight, where um, obviously I added my own thing in it, and I went and done the like the the hour of as many reps as possible um, straight after the four mile runs. Um, but um, the challenges, like for the PTSD awareness challenges I'm doing, I haven't actually completed one yet. They, they're so hard, I haven't managed to complete one yet. Um, you take them on, you 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 have a bloody good go on. Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in fact, one I did complete, um, and this one challenge back onto the uh, to the public in January. Um, obviously, I'm not the fastest of runners, um, so 
where people beginning of January, they'll say, right, well, I'm going to get fit. I got to lose the Christmas weight. By the middle of the month, they're dropping off. So I, on the 29th of January, I went up onto the Gloucester Sharpness Canal because there was no FKT on there. Uh, went and set the FKT and just put back to the public, well, come on, you have a go now. It's quite a neat time to beat. You can become a record breaker. Um, but no one took it on. So, so no one's had a it. So I still hold it, yeah. So, which is fine. It's fine by me. It's, you know, it's nice to have, but that uh, that was what that challenge was all about. But the, um, yeah, it's, um, I've set myself some ridiculously hard ones and that's the whole point of it. Like, it doesn't matter whether you succeed first, second, third time. Um, just keep getting up because every start line I'll get to, every yeah. single start line I'll get to, do you know what I mean? I'll give it my best shot. But Is that um, not the hardest part? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I forgot to mention, actually, we're, we're, I'm in the presence of two F- FKT holders, right? Fastest yeah. mid-time holders. Yeah, yeah. And you were inspired, inspired by Dean or were you challenged by Dean? Well, this is the thing. Dean, Dean just puts things out there and it's a case of... Uh, Obviously, travelling down to where he did his was a bit much uh, for me. So I found the nearest one to me um, as, all oh, right, I'll, 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 I'll just go out and do it. Uh, I know we'll probably get onto it later on, but it's like, you know, you should plan these things really rather than just picking one and going out and doing it. Now, nah, was the fun in that? Yeah, because <laughs> the the actual amount of climb that I had to do and the terrain was oh it was it was awful because you have to follow the trail mm-hmm. to where it goes and it just poured down so I was going through horses fields all sorts um I, the sole of my shoe came off uh, I know it sounds like a sob story but it was a you know you've got to plan these things really rather than just go out otherwise it's uh, can be a bit harsh, but yeah. So it when Dean put the challenge out, I, I just just looked around for one and uh, just went out and did it. And which one was it? But has it got a name? Um, you know, uh, now you've got me. Mills Parish Boundary, I think it's called. Mills Parish Boundary. Have you booked? Do you get a lot of nice little certificate, both of you, to put on your wall or anything? Or no, no. Oh, we'll <laughs> have to get, make you, you one. You get an email confirmation, but I did have a tiny little badge drop through the door, didn't I, Mister Hurst? You did. You did. Yeah. Oh, of course. I've never yeah. seen a badge uh, that's got FKT and the Rockman symbol on. So we both yeah. got a little pin badge. Yeah. Do you know what? You've inspired me. You Right, this is inspired me. Because one, right, it, it's making me think I need to go and do an FKT, right? Because, you know, if my members are doing them, I've got to go and do it. But I, I need to make some FKT Rockman badges, don't I? And for anyone who does an individual challenge where they go out and do it, I'll send them one, one in the post. There we are. And you've, you've, you've both already bagged one already. So I'll get them made and I'll send them out. How about that? Cool. Sounds That's brilliant. Fine. But what makes, what makes you think you're not going to do an FKT, though, Ted? What makes you think that we're not going to drag you on one? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's one of my fears, to be fair. Yeah, I, but we'll have a lot of time, but watch this space for September. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here we go. Am I going to have to book off some of good ones, A couple of good ones in, uh, just near Edinburgh. I, I, love, I love Scotland and I've never been to Edinburgh, so... Well, oddly enough, I'm going to do a. I'm going up there on the 27th of June, which is PTSD Awareness Day, and I'm going up there to run the Grand Union Canal, and maybe I don't know if there's an FKT yet, so we'll we'll see. And if there ain't, you're, we're going to set it. But yes. not not only that, Dean, talk to me about this. You're you're going for a Guinness World Record in I a matter of am, yes. in a matter of weeks, really, isn't it? Ten weeks Saturday. Ten weeks Saturday, and uh, talk to me about that. 
Right, so these this all started, um, I don't know if you can remember, but on one of the Pegasus races last year, I fell and dislocated my shoulder and still finished um, in a sling. Ridiculous. Don't do that at home. Trust me, it hurts. Um, then the following race then, South Cannon, which was my A race, my back spasmed out to three miles in and destroyed it. And the, the anxiety was horrendous after it really hit me sideways. So I thought, well, I, what, what can I do? It's got to be more to life than medals for ultramarathons. So I came up with this idea then of doing um, multi-challenges of my own um, and then putting that out there so that if people can see um, like my struggles, it might inspire them that they, to see there is a way out. Um, and there's, there's times here, honest to God, mate, it's like it takes me three hours to get out through the door. I've got to go through certain grounding processes. So the first one was the October one, two miles on the hour, every hour. And during that, um, during that, like I go back in after one run, I sent my miss. I said, wonder what the world record is for a farmer's walk. And she just looked at me, she said, you're not lifting 600 kilos here. I said, no, but over 24 hours. And then he was like, here we go again. So I looked into it and found it. And there is a Guinness World Record for it. So I, I ummed and ahed and thought about it and started like increasing the weight training and then um, put it in. And I'd already been told it's really hard to get a Guinness World Record attempt accepted. So I wasn't expecting it to get accepted, but I carried on with the, the increasing the weight training and all the rest of it. Um, and they said up to 12 weeks. So the 23rd of December was the day I binned the 496 challenge. Um, then my daughter rang me and said, you need to do a, a lateral flow test. It was all brilliant. So I come back positive. Woke up Christmas Eve through an email. Your record attempt has been approved. And I'm like, oh, shit. Can I, can I <laughs> right? So I was like, so I, I shouted, it's been approved. And she's like, calm down, calm down. What's been approved? I said, Look at this record, shit. Oh, you're really in trouble now, boy. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's um, the actual record at the moment. It stands at 31.08 miles, carrying 100 pounds or so 50 pounds in each hand, and it's done over. Yeah, so it's over the 24 hours. How many miles? 30 miles. 31.08. It's 50.025 kilometers in your hands. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, I did have you know the sandbags, the exercise sandbags. Mm. Yeah, it did have those, but they were causing stress fractures and ligament problems and and all the rest of it. So I got in touch with Guinness, um, and I'm now using uh, 20 litre water drums, which are filled with sand, because mm-hmm. um, the water was obviously causing a pendulum effect. But to make it even more fun, it's got to be done. They're very strict, as you know. They, it's got to be done on a running track. So I got in touch with a few local schools, and uh, the one local school... Um, approved it. They were completely on board and very kindly, thanks guys, gave me full access to all the training facilities, all the gym, the works. Um, but it's a 200 metre track, so I've got to go around it 257 and a half times. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I put my record attempt in at 32 miles, just to be clear for Guinness. So it's 257 and a half times to beat my goal, uh, uh, but it's 250 and a half times to actually break the record. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, obviously, I'm going to come down and support you for uh, as, yeah, as long as I can. Um, yeah. it's, it's going to be a sight to see that. Good, yeah, good luck, um, Dean. It's going to, yeah, that's going to be the biggest it's, test. Well, look, this, is, this is the biggest challenge of all tech. And I know we're going to get onto this a bit later as well. But from where I was two years ago, to even be in this position, now to be able to attempt something like this is phenomenal. The turnaround is phenomenal. 
Um, but again, the, the challenge for this is not so much the actual attempt, is how do you train for something like this? Do you know what I mean? This is this is what we've had to come up with. So it's um, there, there is no plan for it. So it's just literally training to breaking point constantly. You alluded to it a second ago, Robin, where you said uh, you've got to plan for these things. How important is planning and preparation for when you take on uh, a challenge? Um, depends which challenge you're doing, really, because uh, I mean, you, you can certainly tell the difference when you're doing it. Because um, uh, I think I mentioned to you about doing the 4x4x48. I actually found that quite a straightforward challenge. But the preparation that I'd gone through, so I had all my kit set out for each run, I had knew which route I was doing for each run. So it sort of takes um, a load off your mind before you even actually start. Um, so yeah, I mean, planning it is fantastic. I mean, going back to the FKT, and I, you know, we were joking about it, the amount of times that I went off route, it, 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 and it's just like oh god and you, so you end up running further than you actually need to run to, to actually get the route so yeah but i mean i think more for me um just because of my um depression anxiety i always like to be organized um just to take that that little bit of pressure off myself sometimes mm. i think you said it perfectly it takes it off your mind right i mean it takes it you're gonna get you're going through the mill as it is if you can just concentrate on putting one foot in front of the other, then you're in a you're in a good position. But if you've got to worry about all these other things that you perhaps haven't prepared for, you're just making it harder for yourselves. And I think that can transfer into life as well. well you know? I'm I'm the opposite of Robin though, and especially on a lot of the challenges I've done. Um, obviously, the Guinness World Record that's going to be meticulously planned. But everything else, I don't really plan it much at all because if there's a plan, if anything goes wrong, that's really going to trigger my anxiety and it it may, mayhem then ensues so i tend to just wing it I, I get a vague idea of what i'm doing drive my missus and everyone mad um, but, <laughs> but it's what works for me and it's like it's like robin's got his way you go your way we've all got our own way but as long as we find that way we can keep on moving can we well uh, i've got two sayings for you have you ever heard of paralysis by analysis so yes. you, could, you can actually talk yourself out of something the deeper you look into it mm -hmm. um and what's the other one I've forgotten the other one. It'll come to me, but it's. And I, I used I used to be terrible at that. No, I know I I, I know I've just said it. I, I organise myself, but I used to organise it to the nth degree. Yeah, and you you do get to the points like you you st you then start thinking about absolutely everything and anything that could go wrong. Yeah, and now it's just like right. Have I got stuff to work? Do I know where I'm going? Great. Well, in fact, you know, one of the Rockman T-shirts, Too Stubborn to Stop, that's only half the saying. I don't know if you've heard it. The start of that saying is, be naive enough to start and too stubborn to stop. So almost it, it is just just go for it, no matter what, you know, be naive to it, be a bit ignorant. And then once you're in it, be too stubborn to stop. Yeah. Too late then, isn't it? <laughs> Dean, talk to me. Was... Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Robin, you got a point? No, I think, I think, I think it was, um, was it Ollie Smith that you had on? And he he did the uh, the fifty mile run, mm. and he and he was the same, wasn't he? Oh, I'm just going to get on with it. Yeah, I'm just going to get up and just go. And then that was a hilarious what actually happened to him going through all the fields and the land and all that. But yeah, I mean sometimes it's just uh, get up and go. Yeah, but he said that if 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 he if he'd known what he was going to go through, he wouldn't have done it. No, 
But I think, I mean, I think, Dean, what you said as well, you know, each person who's going through their struggles has their own way of meeting those struggles. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's key to it. Dean. Yes. What's been your hardest challenge? And, and not, uh, not, not, not necessarily in personal life or anything, but like, you know, physical challenge. What's been the biggest test you've had to do um, during these challenges? And how, how do you motivate yourself to break through those sort of, uh, those barriers? Well, the hardest challenge of all, mate, was, um, was coming back after that last breakdown um, in June 2020. Um, mm-hmm. That was, that was, that's hard. And it's still an ongoing process now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the hardest thing is not physical. Uh, the hardest thing of any of the challenge I've done is actually fighting the demons when I'm out there, mm-hmm. um, fighting the doubts. Um, uh, just yesterday morning, um, I had a load of nightmares again and the doubt demons. Um, so I just get up and it's like, yeah, is it you? You want to challenge me? So I just went back down on the track, mate, and I put even more water in the drums and put them like eight pound overweight each, and went and smashed out the fast, fastest four k I've done so far with them. Yeah. Um, but my 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 driving force, mate, is I've given up eleven times in my life. That in June twenty twenty was the eleventh attempt on my own life, and I mm-hmm. swore to myself then I'd never do it again. It'd never get that dark again. So um, it's like I'm not going to give up. I would never give up again. So with the challenge, I might not succeed. I might not finish each challenge. I might not get the finish line, but I'll give it my fucking best shot to, to, to give it my absolute best. I will always get past that line. And that's the, that's the motivating force, mate. That's the driving force for it. And then there's a secondary then, um, obviously then that people are seeing me going through my struggles. And I'm quite honest about it. How, I, how hard I found it to go through the door and the anxiety and all the rest of it. And I know it's actually getting through and it's helping people. And it's, people are recognising that, yeah, that this... This madman, he's going and doing these crazy things. But look at him, he's happy, he's smiling again. Um, and it's quite funny, actually. Well, it'll all be in a book. I'm writing a book for about how I cope with these challenges over the last two years and everything. Um, and someone said to me the other week, because I'm not allowed to work. I'm still, I'm still technically on the sick. I'm not allowed to work. Um, someone said, wouldn't it be great if you had a job so you'd be rich? And I just like, no, so I am fucking rich. I love myself. I've learned to love myself again. And that's such a powerful statement, because it was a time tear, right? I hated myself. I hated my life. And hated who I was and all the rest of it. And that's obviously 11 suicide attempts speaks volumes for that. But when you wake up in a cell not knowing why you're there and you find out then that it was your daughter that had the game arrested for your own safety, mate, that's a powerful motivator never to go backwards. I think that's it. That's, that's what I get. So you're saying you hit, you hit some of the lowest lows and it's your motivation comes from you never want to go back there. You've promised oh, no. yourself you're never no. going to go back there. And that gives no. you the dogged determination no. to just keep plowing forward. No. Yeah. yeah, and when I'm going back to the Rockman challenges, one of the most important challenges I've done with Rockman was the very first one, very first one. It was a test immediately. Um, I think it was uh, the high walk. It was the is it one and a half mile uh, time trial first, then it's the escape and evade, then the elevation one, and then the long walk. Mm-hmm. So obviously, forty miles for me wasn't a problem. I'd done loads of them, um, but if you remember, a day before that one, I slipped on ice, walked the dog, and broke my wrist. Right. And uh... then, and then I still did that. I did the 30 miles on the on the following day because it was icy. I'd slept three times and actually made the fracture worse. Um, but so my mate was on it to stop. No, no. So I'd ran towards Cumbran. Um, he picked me up in Newport. So I'd done the 30. Following day, we strapped my arm up. Following day, I made him drop me then at the Gwylod end of the Gath mm-hmm. um, at night. No head torch, nothing because the demons were raging. So I just went and faced the demons. I'd come back across the mountain to finish off that 10 mile. Misty fog. You couldn't see hand in front of me. Just had to trust my judgment on it. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's the biggest motivator to never falling backwards like that again ever. Mm. What about you, Robin? Um, sort of, what's been your hardest uh, challenge or point during a challenge, and 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 how how do you, how do you motivate yourself to keep going forward? Um, I mean, it was it was interesting what Dean said about you know going out and smashing smashing that four K. Um, a lot of my mental issues when I'm running or doing one of the challenge is fighting through, and just as though you you're taking it out and having a battle. Um, I, I can't remember which book it was, but it's like your mind's so strong because it knows everything. It knows everything about you. It knows all your weak weaknesses. And that's why it keeps sort of having a go at you when you're out there. Uh, it, it is a battle, you know. Um, I went out last weekend, uh, and I was I was chatting with somebody saying, "If I've got out and had a drink, and I'll run the next day, I'll run hard." And it's almost like a punishment sometimes. I shouldn't have had those drinks, but I'm going to run in today, so I'm going to run it hard. And that's you know, most more times than often, you get close to your PB. But the challenge for me is keeping that challenge going sometimes. Um, if I'm not doing something, so if my challenges are over, I'll just sit there and I need something. I need something just to keep me going. Otherwise, I think you, you end up falling back into the state you were. Now, I, well, this was, I'm just trying to think how many years ago now. It's quite a few years ago. Uh, 2016, I think it was, and I got, I was off off work with um, my depression, and they were basically saying, "Have you thought about taking your life?" I went, "Yeah, I have, but I can't." And they just thought it was a really strange answer. Says, "Well, I can't because I've just got to wait for the mortgage to run till this time, and after that date, then I can." Jeez. And that was a, that was a really frightening thing to actually open up to a counsellor about the fact that you know the date mm. and, and you the only reason you're doing it is because you know after that date your family will be okay because they'll get the insurance payout and what have you and it's similar to you know after my counsellor it's like no you don't want to go back to that it's it's not a happy place to be at all so to keep challenging myself and to keep my mind going it's, it's these challenges to show that you can still get through things. Mm. I think I think that's that's it. I mean, as for the difficulty, um, it, I think the most difficult thing I've ever done, and it links back to you again, again Dean, is um, I told the students that I taught that I suffer from depression and anxiety. Mm. Um, and because I'd started talking about it, they were amazed, first of all, because, you know, nobody, you know, they don't see anything wrong with me. They hear me doing all the Rockman challenges because I share that with them as well. And they were just flabbergasted. But it's meant that they can now open up and talk about it. Yeah. Um, so that's a big challenge to actually be open and speak about it and treat it like, yes, it's an illness, but it's one that I'm constantly trying to deal with. But because somebody's willing to talk about it, it helps them. Um, I was in contact with Dean just the last week. One of my one of my students, uh, they've gone through something a few years back, and they needed help with the PTSD. So I just got in touch with Dean, and he's handed some stuff over. So 
you know, it's let these people at a young age realize that number one, it, you know, it's nothing to be afraid of. It's nothing to be silent about. The more you talk about it, you'll realize that more people are going through it than you actually think. And the more yeah. open you are about it, the more accepted it is and the better it becomes for everybody. Uh, but yeah. going, back to your, going back to your question, um, just about the toughest challenge. Um, I don't know if it's the toughest, uh, just certainly the stupidest was um, a 10K run um, in Dubai in <laughs> June. Um, it was 47 degrees. Oh, Jesus. Um, and 97% humidity. Um, I had 60 odd minutes. <laughs> and they had um, drink stations every kilometre. That's how hot and it was. And it, and it was useless, absolutely useless, because you just put it in, it all leaked out. So that, that was horrible. I mean, I just like never doing that again. Never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite, you know, we, we were talking about. Um... Both your struggles there with it's quite a nice segue into did, did, did you fancy uh, sharing maybe your your stories and sort of um and, and and your struggles i don't know if De dean did you want to go first and yeah whatever mate yeah. yeah so um uh obviously there's a long history of it and the long history of it isn't important really um but the recent history of it is 2019 um i basically shredded my leg open um and then I was in September. What we thought was an innocuous little cut with eight stitches. Uh, it wasn't. It was the full leg damage, um, ligaments, nerves, a lot. And in the December, the doctors told me, you'd be lucky to walk the dog fire. You're never hiking or running again. Um, and I thought, okay, well, I've done a load of ultra marathons. Doesn't matter. I'll go back fishing, whatever. And thought that was the end of it. And then come the dreaded COVID. So just about got all my fishing gear together. Wasn't happening. Um, we couldn't go anywhere, could we? So... Um, just decided to go for a walk and the missus was like you can't what about your leg I was like well if it's either my leg or my head simple as and I pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and within like, I was weighing in about 22 stone at the time at the end of February at the end of April 2020 I was just slightly over 22 stone um oh well you've seen the pictures they're disgusting right so it's well it's incredible because you've got a side-by-side -side photo yeah the, the difference that's happened yeah. it's, it's incredible yeah um so we didn't realize that the anxiety was building there and then. And I went five or six days without eating a thing, but I was still walking 15, 16, 70 miles a day. Um, and the fitness started coming all of a sudden. Then there was one night, um, 12th of June. Um, can't even remember how I got there. Don't know why I was on my way there, but I was on my way heading towards the gaff, setting myself off at the, off the cliffs on the far end of it. Um, and then a friend at the time, uh, her daughter, um, she, because I was on the phone to her and her daughter recognised that there was something wrong and she to tell Dean we love him, snap me out of it. After that, absolute blank. And like I said then, massive breakdown, woke up in a cell. Um, and diagnosed then for 11 years. And this is where the system completely fails us. For 11 years, after all those attempts on my own life, you've only got depression, as if that's not bad enough. Do you know what I mean? On its own. But then the right diagnosis comes. First time I had a proper assessment. Uh, PTSD. Right, okay, well, we've got a name for it now. We can deal with it. We can get the help. Um, but obviously, there wasn't a great deal of help available at that time because of COVID. The whole world stopped, didn't it, because of COVID. So I've got here now, and it's only now this week that the therapy has actually started, that the counselling has actually started properly. So I've got here completely, completely through self-help. 
um, and the, the fitness challenges and the exercises uh, and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, it's it's been a tough few years, mate. It's really been a tough few years, and it's just fortunate that um, that finally I I learned like I need help, and I'm not afraid to shout about it now. I'm not afraid to talk to anyone about it now. Uh, the nearest and dearest know the the true the the full truth, but um, that's not something I'm going into here, and you understand that. Um, but it's it's how you deal with it. It's um, like before I wake up in the morning, I think, why was I born at all? Why was I born at all if I can't be loved, if I can't be happy? And now I wake up in the morning, so I'm like, well, I don't sleep that well, if I'm honest, guys. Um, but I get up in the morning, it's like, right, what can I do today? What are we doing? Come on, it's another day. Let's go and kick the shit out of this day. Let's go and enjoy it. Yeah, it's a stark then, contrast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, but that's that's the key to it. It's, it's being prepared just to keep fighting. But I don't know if Robin finds this, and there's probably going to be a lot of people watching this who can relate to this, but one of the reasons... Because I only ever got into running ultra marathons in the first place, just to see if I could do it. I was only ever going to be one, but I soon found that you've got to go through dark places in those races to actually finish. And one of the guys I can't remember his name, guy from Liverpool, was on with this with the triathlons. But it's um, it's not about finish times; it's finish lines. That's what matters. And it's like who's working hardest. The naturally fast ones are going to finish it. All the ones like like us, you know, who have got a real battle for it. But actually going through those dark spaces and through the pain cave and everything on those events. I don't know if Robin, you feel the same, but if you find this the same, mate, but when it actually helps you navigate normal life when you're having bad bouts of depression, you found your way to get through it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really helped me that has, mate. I don't know if it's helped you as much, but it's like you can draw on that experience. And then conversely, then you can draw on the experience of daily life to get yourself through the the event. I think I think I think that's um hit the nail on the head really the one reason why i do the rockman challenges every month is because you've still got to sort of practice that resilience yeah so you could bring it into when you have that bad moments or whatever during during the normal life right i've done that so i know how to to, to cope with this um and you know, one of the books that uh, on your reading list, uh, Little Book of Stoicism, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've I listen to that on a regular basis, and it's and it's it's a, one of the things that's brought is the fact that anything that happens, just try and you know reduce your reaction to it. Don't get really happy about it. Don't get really sad about it. But somewhere in the middle, so you, it's not a bigger impact. And with my depression, it's when something goes wrong, trying to remember that. Yeah. Because you, if you can try and keep it, rather than going up and down like that, if you can try and keep it like that, it's sort of trying to be in control. But it's fighting that. It's having that resilience to say, right, well, where do I get that mindset from? And it's doing the physical activities. Um, you know, when I when I do some of, I mean, the 20k carry the other week, that's, that's an absolute nightmare. No, that looks so much fun. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed watching all of that. <laughs> so, so for the listeners that don't know, this is, it, you, it's 5k with 20 kilos that you've got to carry, but it's not on your back, it's on a shoulder. Yeah, you've got to carry it on your shoulder and it, oh, and it, 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 it drives you mad, absolutely drives you mad. Um, but it's about, because all I was thinking is, what time did I get last year? Right, how do I beat that? And the simple was, 
don't stop. Because the yeah. year before, it was pulling it down, picking it back up. Right, how can I not stop? But it, it's those battles and how you're improving yourself that when you go into your real life and something happens, help you deal with it. Because it helps you just pause and have another look at it. Right, is this a bigger deal as I, as I think it is? Because your initial reaction is, yeah, it's massive. Uh, particularly when you're suffering from depression, anything is um, it's against you personally, even if it's not, you take it as it is. Mm. Um, and that's part of the downward spiral that no matter what anybody says, they're having a go at you. Um, so it's about reassessing what people do and say or what the situation is and how is it affecting you. Um, oh, yeah. so, Sorry, go on. No, no, I was just, just going to reiterate the fact that because you're doing these physical challenges every month, well, every week, basically, um, you're practising it. You're practising the art of resilience, which you can use in so many different other places. We had um, a mental health practitioner a couple of weeks back, the podcast, Paul Regan. I don't know if you've listened yeah. to that um, podcast yet, but he was explaining it is that um, by taking the easy way, for years or, or you know to making those bad choices your brain actually creates these neuropathways which it gets used to and when you're taking the hard way when you're choosing to face up to the demons and take the hard uh, path your brain has to create these new neuropathways and that's why it's difficult and that's why you have to keep practicing it because your brain wants to take the easy way all the time it wants to go back to the easy way which you know is the bad choices and you know the, the bad experiences but it th there is no finish line in this you you know robin d you know this you're you're not going to get to right you finished your 12th rockman challenge for example right i can sit back and relax now it's done i'm 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 my well-being sorted i'm fine that's not, it's not it this is every day man and there, there is no end we're going to be doing this until we can't you know well, I, I think i think that's where when you see it in the media about depression and anxiety people think oh if i take a tablet if i take this it's finished it's it's not this this is a an an illness that you have to cope with every day. Yeah. And I, th I think people think there's a solution to the to that. And it's not. It's like you said, it's about building the capacity to be able to deal with it. Yeah, it's mm. constant management of it. Yeah. Constant. Yeah. So, uh, Robin, do you mind telling us about a bit about your um, your backstory and the, the struggles? And um, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, if I go, you know, when I went back to the fact, you know, I like things being done in a certain way. So I was creating a lot of um, pressure upon myself. Um, I was wanting to be this great person in education. I wanted to work out my way to the top. And it, I was just piling more and more pressure on myself all the time. Um, and I, I suppose, I don't know why I suppose I'm slightly OCD. I don't do grey, I do black and white. Mm. Um, I don't do politics. It's This is what I think, and the spades are spared. Um, so I wasn't fitting in, but I was really, really pushing myself and working, um, a, well, very hard. Um, and it just came to a point where I, I, can, I can vividly remember the first time I, I broke down, I was on the bottom stairs in the, in the house, and my Samuel was three at the time 
And I was sat on the downstairs in tears, saying, I can't go to work. And he just wondered, is everything all right? Oh, I love him. And that's when it hits you. Yeah. This isn't just affecting you. It's affecting everybody around you. And you've got to find that new way of dealing with everything. Uh, now, back then, depression was a, a word you didn't mention. So trying to, to find a solution to it, trying to fight it. Um, you know, you, I didn't put it on my job applications because I didn't think I'd get a job. Um, whereas now, I'm a lot more... I'm a lot more confident about speaking with it and actually I'll openly admit it. Yeah, I suffer from depression and anxiety. Um, to, so, you know, that was the darkest days when it, was some, it wasn't as spoken about as much as it is now. You know, it, it seemed to be a no-no. You know, yeah. it was, I think it was all, also about <laughs> the fact that, you know, I was trying to look at myself and say, well, you've failed. How could you not do all this? You know, and I was looking at myself as a failure. You know, you're a man, you're supposed to do all that. All these things that have been discussed now weren't then. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, fortunately, I you know I do enjoy my reading. So I found about CBT and how to, how to go down that route and help yourself. Um, some of the books that, I mean, I had counselling just before uh, Christmas because I could tell everything was coming on again. Um, so I went to counselling and he's given me some more uh, authors to read. And that's that's what helps me reading and trying to get a better understanding of it. Yeah, I think it's important to hear um, both your stories because they, they, they are very different. You've got sort of traumatic experience causing uh, well-being problems depression and yep. you've also got this this build of pressure which um a lot of people experience i mean i probably relate more to robins and I, I had similar experiences as well it was everyday pressure from work um i don't know if i've discussed it once on the podcast before it, it was when i realized that this is serious this 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 topic of mental well-being and stuff is it serious i was in a in a job uh, high pressure environment and um, I had my boss and I'm, I must say lovely guy I still got on with him today but as a manager I don't think he probably was the best he would apply pressure on me constantly and it was it wasn't just in work it was when I was when I would go home as well I would get the taxes the emails that the swearing the having a go at me it felt like there was no escape and again Paul Regan mental health practitioner he, he uh, described it as when you've got that sort of that flight or fight flight fight or flight mode switched on constantly it, it can never endure that excess can never endure and there will be a breaking point and I got to a point where I recognized if something doesn't going to change I'm going to end up ill here and I think it's important to hear the, the the two sides to this and I'm sure there are many other sides to mental health and well-being but it's important to, for people to recognize and, and maybe relate to either one of your stories and know that there there is a way out and you can do it and for god's sake you you have you have to you have a duty to not just other people but to yourself you know yeah <clears throat> this is one of the things which really grinds my gears as well is like we look at men we're all so macho and we're too macho to talk they'll talk about absolutely anything when they sexual conquest football Absolutely anything, but they won't tell you how they feel. Mm. No, no, and no, this, no. Th th this, this is something which I'm trying 
uh, via social media, which I'm trying to achieve. Like people can see me because one of the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard is, "How can you be anxious? Look at the size of you." Well, what? All right, yeah, I can look after myself, but why is that going to affect my what's going on in my brain? Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, no, it's just it's it's just crap. It can affect anybody. It's an illness. Like Robin said earlier, it's an illness. And it's like, there's so many, you wouldn't look at someone who's had heart surgery and say, well, what's wrong with you? Why have you got that? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, you've got a big heart. Yeah, it's like, you, know, <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's crap, isn't it? Just, it but just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean it exists. And this is one of the things I am passionate about, trying to get out there. People can see me talking now, like, like, like Robin talking, you talking, all the other podcasts you've done as well. And it's like, just... As long as people can see, and it doesn't matter, like we said earlier, it doesn't matter how they do it. It hasn't got to be my way of extreme challenges or Robin's way, um, pushing yourself to breaking point. Now, as you guys know, I'm completely keto. I don't do carbs at all. That works for me, but that's not just from a, a fitness point of view. That actually keeps my brain completely clear. Ever since that, that has been one of the big important factors of, of my recovery um, but like I say, that works for me. I'm not going to try to install the virtues of our, on you or anybody else, but that's what works for me. And that's what's, that's key to it, finding your own way, finding your own reasons why and finding your own way out. That's, that's, that, that is, the, that is the, the ultimate goal, isn't it? You've hit on something yeah, I mean, on, as well. Sorry. On that, Go on, Robin. No. On that, it's, that's why now I do talk to my students about it. Um, and... I, like, like you, I said, right, this is what I do, but there are these other options open to you. Yeah. But be aware that there are options out there. And I would press, impress upon them, you've got the internet at your fingertips. Yeah. You can find lots of different ways that match match yours. And I did this with, so we had Mental Health Awareness Week and I spoke to my, my form about, about that. And I got a little message on my desk at the end. Um, and all it said was, I suffer from anxiety too. It's nice to know that I'm not alone. Job done. I know. Yeah, and, that, you know and that's the best yeah. reward you can get. Yeah, absolutely. Got one, got one person talking. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, one of my aims with Rockman as well is to to look at sort of um, mental well-being in a positive light. Because I, I personally, I sort of, from my perspective, I see when people talk about mental wellness, mental health, I see it as quite... A negative topic and I feel that's sort of uh, why people because they associate it with people struggling they see it as a weakness and I think people don't like to admit that but I, what I want to get through to people it, it's sort of human optimization that's that should be the focus of this it's it's being the best version of of yourself um physically and mentally and it should be seen as a an empowering topic it shouldn't be a scared uh, an avoided topic because all people think, think i'm weak no that this can this can empower you you can be the best version of yourself through these practices if you look at what dean's doing he's doing he's attempting a guinness world record he's writing a book yeah uh, my confidence, as I've mentioned on the uh, the Facebook chat, I'm so much more confident, not just about speaking speaking about it, but in what I'm doing. I feel more confident about myself. Um, my activities, you know, I'm getting PBs, and that's just I feel so much more confident about who I am. Now, that's taken years. That's not, you know, that's not, oh, I've done it in a week. It's taken years to get there. But 
because uh, I, was, I was actually thinking then we sound like a bunch of miserable old sods. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk for yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I, actually, I mean, when we went, we went to a Penny Fan together, you know, we had a great chat, we had a great time, and all of us actually enjoy our lives. Yeah. All right, we have our dips, our peaks and troughs, but we actually enjoy what we're doing now. And it's because we put these things into place to allow us to do this. Yeah. Definitely. My missus is constantly shaking her head and rolling her head at me. She said, why are you doing that? Well, why are you do, why, why do you want to do that? Well, it's, well, why not? It's fun. But it's a ridiculous idea. That's what makes it fun. Does your wife know my wife? Because she does exactly the same thing. <laughs> but do, yeah. do you know what? I think it's maybe because they, they haven't done it. You only, you only see the benefits when you're in it. And I think yeah. when you're outside of it, you don't, they don't understand these people. And I, I wish sometimes they would just give it a go. And it doesn't, they don't have to go and do an ultra marathon, man. Every, every each challenge is um, specific to the person and personal yeah. to them. Um, I always say, uh, you know, a challenge to Mo Farah is going to be a different challenge to my nan. Um, yeah. It's got to be yeah. personal for them. What's your, what's been your biggest lesson that you've learned from challenges then, Dean? For me? Yeah. doesn't matter whether I finish or not, as long as I start the next one. Literally, Perfect. That, yeah. that's, that's as simple as that, mate. Um, the DNF, I've had several DNFs on, on the actual races and they used to really, really hurt, but does it matter? I gave it a go. Do you know what I mean? And the, the big thing about that is knowing, knowing that you're injured, right? So obviously you know about it, a lot of the Rockman group know about it. Um, that there was a there was an incident on the last day of the joggle with uh, Reese where I got hit by a car. And oh, what yeah. I should have done is just... Yeah, what I should have done is just stayed down. Uh, what I actually did was got up and kicked the car while he was driving off and then carried on running and then stopped. Um, but, but yeah, like I said, what I should have done is just quit. But if anybody's watching and you were on the A30 that day, five miles from Land's End and you've got a yellow Micra, I'd love version two. I'd love round two with you for one of my challenges. <laughs> Let's see if we can get something sorted out. Dean, man, don't don't admit it's a Micra. You've got to big it up. Like, oh, it was, it was no, a 10 no, ton truck. I would have preferred a Ford Ranger. If I'm honest, or something like that. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, like, like I say, mate. Seriously, in all seriousness, I should have stayed down that day. I certainly shouldn't have gone and tried to run a 50 mile ultra three days later, and then find out the following day that I partially displaced my hip, um, which was why I was in so much pain. Um, but yeah, this is this is the key to it, mate. It's the biggest thing I've learned. It really doesn't matter. Uh, they used to really hurt if I didn't finish, and you will see now generally at the end of every challenge if I haven't finished them, I'm sat there with my arms open like. Who really gives a shit? It doesn't matter. And the minute I'm in the car or the minute I get back home, that challenge is forgotten and I'm moving on to the next one. Yeah. And as you said, the hard, the hardest part is starting. You've done yeah. you've done the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never what, fail to get to a start line. Ever. What about you, Robin? What's been the biggest lesson you've learned? Uh, don't listen to Dean. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good advice. That's probably good advice to be honest. <laughs> Dean's accident prone for one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, you want to see the injury list? It's horrific. <laughs> um, biggest one for me is don't never believe you can't do something. Just you, you'll go out and do it. Um, I mean, what I can't remember what the challenge was when we had to do the crab walk. Oh, that, was that Del, Delta Force or someone? I don't know. But I, I was I was awful at it, but it was the most hilarious thing. I've ever done. Wasn't that one of the only things that I beat you on on these challenges, the crab walk? And you, and you probably beat me by minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was so bad at it. But it was the fact that it's like, look, I'm having a go. You can't be brilliant at everything. No. 
I mean, this what I was talking to. I do part run every weekend, and I was talking to the lad that normally wins our part run, and he'd done a five k the night before, and he'd got sixteen or four. Jesus, and I was like, "That's fantastic! That's absolutely amazing!" Sixteen oh four. Sixteen oh four. And then he says, "Yeah, but I came one hundred and twenty seventh. Oh my god! <laughs> I like, what? Oh, no, I, I feel really sick. I've beaten 22 minutes. I've done really well. And then he's going to make 16 minutes, 14 and a half minutes. But, it, you know, it's you know, it's all about you setting your own targets. Never compare yourself to other people because you can't be brilliant at everything. Do you enjoy it? Obviously, the stupid things that me and Dean do. Yeah, we love doing them. Yeah. Whether it's successfully, we love doing them because you're finding more out about yourself all the time. And... I've found out so I know what I can't do and I know what I can do, but I still go ahead and do the stuff that I can't do. Yeah. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we are very lucky to have the group we have. Um, I mean, because they're so supportive. Oh, no, matter, yeah. no matter what you do, they're supportive. So what, what have I learned? Just, just go out and have a go. Because you'll surprise yourself every single time, even if you're not in the mood. You'll go out and you'll surprise yourself. Yeah. Yeah. To, to back that up, uh, yesterday, yesterday. Uh, no, sorry, Tuesday, the Thursday. There we go, Tuesday. Um, I went down three hours in the gym, big weight session, um, and then got back home and I decided just to throw a curveball fitness test in of a 5K. Um, and I went out and set myself a new 5K of, of tw just, well, 26 minutes, five seconds, something like that. I took like a minute and a half off it. Just at the very last minute, like Robin said, go and try it. You, you just might surprise yourself. Do you think it's because you're in this relaxed sort of state? There was no pressure lead up. It was, right, I'm going to do it. Do there was nothing relaxed after lifting. I think what you mean, Terry, is that you've no expectation of yourself. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Like, like say, you're not in a racing environment. You're just, I wonder, wonder what I could do. I, because... Like I did that Garth challenge, didn't I, a few weeks ago, which was absolutely ridiculous. I was laughing at myself as I was doing it, knowing that I'm <laughs> going to come crashing down and this is going to hurt a lot. Like, And it was a 12-hour challenge. I got to like two hours, 55 minutes and thought, yeah, this is just stupid. Stop. Um, <laughs> so then obviously I had a few injuries from that and that, that all recovered. And then I, I obviously I had the van project and everything. Uh, and I just wanted to see if I'd lost any fitness. And clearly I hadn't lost any fitness that three-week break. And like Terry, you said yourself when we had that chat on the messenger, probably done me the world of good. Yeah, well, people have got to remember a rest is as good as a, yeah. a workout sometimes. You yeah. know, it should be done in almost equal measure, um, especially as we're getting old now, Dean. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there and not Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Well, it's the, the grey, isn't it? It's the grey, yeah. Believe it or not, Dean's only a year older than me. He's, he's had a hard life, that him. Oh, yeah, I wish I was. I wish I was. Uh, going on to Rockman for a bit then, because obviously you're both active members. I was wondering, um, we, we could start with Dean. What was your first expect expectations when you came across the Rockman band? My first thing was just, well, this looks fun, because I, I, I just saw the challenge. Right? And then when I delved a bit deeper into it and the ethos behind it and what you were trying to achieve, I thought, yeah, I want to be a part of this. I can gain from this and I can give to this. And as it turns out, you do gain a hell of a lot because there's some brilliant characters on there, some really supportive people. And it's one of the only Facebook groups I've ever been on, I think, or one of, um, that there's never any malice. It's only ever support, 
only ever support and friendship. And that, mate, that's that's a, a that, that's brilliant to actually achieve that on a social media group. Because let's be honest, it can be good, but it can also be everything that's wrong with the world on social media, can't it? And oh, the yeah. Rockman, the Rockman group, I think honestly, it is absolutely amazing. I'm not active enough as I'd like to be on there and doing enough of the challenge I'd like to, but obviously I've got my own ones going on. So I got to cherry pick which ones I think are not going to do me any more damage than I'm doing it myself. <laughs> um, but no, it's, seriously, there's some real, real good characters on there. And it was, what would I see this morning? Um, Rachel Webster, she's doing that 258 miles now, isn't she? Through um, for the Falklands heroes. Yeah. You know I mean? She's a beast. She's a beast. Yeah. She's incredible. A- absolutely. She calls me crazy. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's some real real characters on it, and some real real tough minded people as well. Like you think it's like there's um, Dave Hall on the four four by forty forty eight. Give me a bit of support. He went out and he did God knows what. Did he do half a kilometre carrying like eleventy billion kilos in a farmer's walk? I know something just to yeah. just to give the show a bit of moral support. But it's absolutely brilliant. And you know, you just you might be having a like a down day yourself. You might be struggling to to get out and do your own training, but then you go on there and you see people, oh, look what I've just done, and they, my God, this was hard. And it's like, yeah, come on, Dean, get your ass out the door. You can do it. They're doing it. You can do it. And it's, it's just brilliant, mate. I and mean, I think, well done, Terry. You know, it's, you are the evil genius with some of the, with some of the challenges. <laughs> right? But I, th- I think it's time that me, Robin, and Dave Hall, and Jay, and all of them, I think it's time we kind of collaborated and nailed you something to do now. Yeah, I think, I think so. You're going to have to challenge me. I, I hear you to that, yeah. 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 I, th- I, I think... I was going to say, when you, said you, when you said there's no malice, it's like, well, there is, because Terry sets these challenges, <laughs> and there seems to be a lot of malice in what, oh, he, yeah. what he's coming up with. I mean, we're, I'd love to know, Terry, just to flip it over, where on earth did you come up with 120 burpees a day for a week? <laughs> random <laughs> right do you know do, do you know uh well i'll give you a, qu- a quick little story on that it was going to be a hundred and i know because we we did a previous challenge where the, you had to do a hundred burpees in as quick as time as possible like um i think it was actually one of the very it was the part of the very first challenge we did for rockman back in february or march 2020 when um kobe kicked i off. missed that one <laughs> yeah but thank god it was bloody tough but i know people can do 100 burpees within about 10 like eight minutes if you're a beast yeah, to sort out. of half yeah, an hour <laughs> you know but it, you know it's about half an hour max really someone could really achieve that um but then when i was doing the breakdown for intermediate moderate and novice um novice were only doing 25 and i thought no they got novice have got to do more than 25 they got to do 50 <laughs> but then that knocked everyone else up so that's why advanced is 125 so that's where that comes from <laughs> there right, is a story okay, there is a I'm reason get, behind the madness. That week. <laughs> it's gonna be horrible but my advice is actually have you, have you ever heard of the the, the phrase uh, if your job is to eat a frog every day eat it in the morning it's a weird phrase but it means that if you don't, if you leave it off till the late afternoon, you're just going to be sat there anxious. Oh God, I don't want to do this. But if you just wake up, get it done, you can enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, until, I, yeah. until I set you another challenge. Um, <laughs> but th- touching on that, Dean, what you were saying about the group, I think there's so much support comes from it because everyone's going, coming from the same place. They're doing the same thing. It's a shared experience. They know the pain and the suffering that the person next to them is going through and i i I think that's that's it's not competitive i know we have a leaderboard but that's just a bit of friendly competitiveness um i i 
there is a there is a statement it says there is a leaderboard but these are personal challenges this is you versus you and uh, yeah it's great to see like some of the characters on there dave you've mentioned as well you've got chris flemmer from the us as well we've got more us people joining as well at the moment i know i've noticed some, and some of those some of those lads can move as well when it comes to the short running distances they're going too fast I, they're going oh, too fast i don't like it <laughs> well, I, I, the 15k stick with me, you'll be fine with me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you look good against me, honestly. On it faster than last year, but got less points because you've had to move all the timings because people are getting quicker. It's like, this is ridiculous. Slow down, everybody. <laughs> well, that's it. I, I, I do review the points. I, I have to review the points because I want to give people, you know, the, the credit they deserve. So uh, it is reviewed. It does get harder each year for you, Robin. But, but Robin, as, as you said, though, it's, it's, it's that friendly competition. And that's it. And and what I enjoy more, obviously, I enjoy the friendly competition, is the people who are posting that, you know, I beat last year's time. As, as Rockman's gone on no longer now, people I can say that I beat last year's time, I'm getting better. Um, you know, I've set a PB. And these are people getting older. Yeah. They're not getting younger, they're getting older, but they're getting better. And that's the, fan, that's the fantastic. I mean, like you do, you know, when I get on there, you're seeing success every day. Yeah. In some form, you're seeing success. And that's the best thing about the group. Everybody succeeds. It doesn't matter whether you have a, a bad run. You've you've succeeded because you've gone out and done it. Yeah, that's it. One. Absolutely. Um, what's your favourite challenge been? Your Rockman challenge now? What's but Dean, what was your favourite? First one, the high walk. High absolutely. Walk. What do you yeah, love about absolutely. that? Absolutely. It was just the distance and the elevation, I think. And um, I vaguely remember that first week saying, no, nah, I ain't going to do this. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> it's like the mile and a half. Like, no, I was definitely built for comfort, not for speed. And then I went and did it in something like the mile and a half. Like, I think it was like 12 minutes, 34. It's a great time. Yeah, it, well, it took me about three hours to stop coughing my guts up before I could actually post <laughs> it, mate. Do you know what I mean? But, and then... Like I said, I'm I'm a long distance runner. I'm an endurance runner, and short things they they're just not me at all. But then the escape and the and evade. I set two personal bests that week. I, I set one to, to do the escape, and then broke it again. Then um, to do the, the the second part of it, and then obviously the mountains love the mountains, and then really had to dig deep and find myself. Then like I say, running an ultra with a broken wrist already, and then making it even worse, and then. Facing the demons to come over the back over the mountains, it was that was that was the biggest one and still the favourite one for me. Like I said, I've only done four or five. Um, I take a great more pleasure like watching the likes of Robin suffer, to be honest, from from a distance. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, but no, that that would definitely make the high walk for me. Do you know that that's um, especially the escape and evade is is designed to. I, I expect to see a lot of PBs on that challenge. Yeah, um, because it. It, it's a great way of doing it. You're against, you've got to set your best time as you can on the first one. And I don't know, I don't care who you are, but I, when I'm doing them, I'm always like, I'm doing really well. Come on, let's push it harder. Yeah. And then you forget you've got to beat that <laughs> yeah. uh, in a couple of days time. But then that's, then you're racing against yourself. You're not racing against anyone else. You've set the bar personally yeah. and you always yeah. see PBs on that well, That's challenge. the same in everything though, isn't it? We'd only ever, we'd only ever challenge ourselves. Even if you're lining up on the start line for a half marathon or whatever, the challenge is yourself. Unless you're actually fortunate enough that you're going for a podium place. Yeah. You know I mean? Otherwise the challenge is just you and yourself and that's it. And the, the challenges are varied for a reason as well, because I think if people, you know, even say you're an endurance runner, Dean, if that's what you do and that's what you enjoy, you end up 
only ever doing that and getting good at that. So these are, it's a good excuse to actually get, because at one point, maybe you were in your discomfort zone, but then that endurance becomes your comfort zone. Mm. And these challenges are a way to get back into the discomfort zone, do some stuff that you don't like. I think uh, you need to bring a farmer's walk into them somewhere though, mate. We could do that. I could have a look yeah. at that, definitely. I'll definitely. have a look at that. Definitely. Uh, what about Robin? What's, uh, what's been your favourite challenge? Um, the 4 by 4 by 48 I really enjoyed that. Um, I think, was it one of the months before you'd done a 24-hour challenge? Something and, uh, like that, yeah. That, that, had set us, that had set us up for it. I'm thinking, all right, I can, I can do this now. I can do this now. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, anything with a bit of climbing, um, because linked link to what Dean says, you know, I, I'm a distance runner rather than a, a short runner. But it's the fact that if I see the 3,000 foot of climbing, it's like, right, I can do a 14, 15 mile run in the hills. I can get out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, my wife, my, wife, my wife thinks anything that gets me out of the house for two hours, she's happy with it. So that's the challenges that she likes me doing. <laughs> oh, no. See, mine's my, looking more along like seven or eight hours to get me out for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she told, she's told me to, and she told me this year, don't do any marathons, ultra marathons. Uh, so when I signed up for the one at, in Manchester next month, yeah, 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 yeah. You told me you weren't doing any any ultra marathons. I went this year. Yeah. So me and Dean, are, me and Dean are doing um, a ten ten lapper next March. Where's that? And what's the distance? Uh, Manchester, Manchester. What's it's, the distance? Uh, Five k. Fifty k. Yeah. Yeah. You, you might have touched on this already, Dean, but what, what's your hardest Rockman challenge been? Maybe like, like individual, not necessarily series, but what's been the, the hardest uh, single Rockman challenge you've done? Um, uh, that was the one with the, uh, God, what was it? The two minutes of push-ups and two minutes of sit-ups, was it, or something like that? The fallen. The yeah, and I had to be careful because my shoulder with the, the, the weakness with the dislocated shoulder. Mm. Um, that was a challenge because, and the challenge for me there was, yeah, I could have done it for two minutes, but I had to be careful. I knew I had to, and I think I got to a minute and stopped. I would have just gone on and I would have been, that would have been hanging out the place again. Um, but I don't know, mate, they're all hard, aren't they? They're hard in different ways. Mm. It's, it's hard to say which is the hardest. Because I, I would, I mean, I've mentioned this to you before, Terry, that mine was the adapt and overcome mm. because normally we get, a month, month and a half build up so you can see what's coming that month. But with that one, you couldn't, mm. which really stresses me out. So I've built up my anxiety because I didn't know what was, I couldn't plan for anything. Yeah. It was like, it had said, right, oh, all right, we're doing this. So, and like you said, the challenges affect you in different ways. Some of them you actually, I won't say look forward to. I think that would be the wrong phrase to use. <laughs> <Well, I don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> But some of you, you're happy you're doing, um, and others you're just like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. I mean, Adapt and Overcome was specifically designed for that. I wanted to test people's sort of anxieties, and because we're all about mental resilience at Rockman, and it was, I want, that. that's half of it. I wanted to test people's uh, ability to manage the anxiety and, and, and excitement, maybe, if you're Dean. Um, well, the, 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 the last month where we did the wall sitting that and then Chris Flemmer comes up reading a book <laughs> and then he's in a suit it's just like all right you're lifting the bar here now <laughs> yeah it was the good book as well maybe that's where the strength what, comes what, from. what book was you I, I missed what he was reading so I think it was the good book the, uh, I think it was the bible oh, right 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 
it'll, it'll, it'll it, help. Like, it's hard, eh? The fact that he just starts opening the Bible and then why he's doing a wall sit, which most yeah. of us are sat there, our legs shaking away. Rock <laughs> solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you say about Chris up in the bar. I love it. I love his photos. He 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 rubs it the fact that he's in from in America in our faces constantly, wearing the, the stars and stripes shorts and stuff. Like I love it. Yeah. I love it though. I, I wouldn't have his, it any other his, way. His photo today was belted with his uh, pips on his weight belt, his weight yeah. vest. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely spot on. He looked like something from the Avengers films or something. I won't go that far. <laughs> hey, I've, I've got Marvel compression shorts. I'm gonna have to get them on. Aren't I? Actually, actually, I'm, I'm running on the uh, the Kenneth Raven tomorrow. I'm going wrecking for a um, for something little coming up. Um, I might actually drag him out for that. Actually, and get some photos to put on the group in the old Marvel gear. Who drag who out? Huh? Drag who out? Costume. Drag the Marvel costume. Oh, right, Jesus! I thought you meant me then. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no. This wrecking I'm doing, I'm going to be dragging you out on the event. Oh Jesus! I, yeah. I look forward to it. I look forward yeah, to oh, it. Yeah, you will. You will. This is this. It's only a small thing, Ted. Honestly, it's fine. I no, might he... have to check my hair washing schedule. You know, I'm always <laughs> washing the hair. Me. What What would be your advice then, Dean? We'll start with you. What would be your advice to someone um, thinking of taking on a Rockman challenge? Taking a Rockman challenge, uh, as we said earlier, plan it. Um, it's kind of hard to plan, though. I will say this: it's kind of hard to plan because until the brief comes out that week. You don't know, but just expect the unexpected and embrace it and have fun. But that's Basically. the key. Have fun, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that fun. is key. You've got to, just you've got give, to enjoy just, it. Just give it your best. So, like you say, embrace it, uh, enjoy it, um, and just give it your best shot because you're only competing against yourself. And no one, you, you're not going to get, don't think that if you're new to the group, especially if you're new to the group, don't think, oh my God, I can't do this because there's like some serious people on there and they're going to smash me. No one gives a shit. They're going to welcome you. They're going to encourage you and support you. So just get them done. What about you, Robin? I just, you know, you, you'll you'll gain a lot more from it doing it than you will if you don't do it. And um, at the end of the day, like like they said, you're only competing against yourself, so you know the effort you've put in. Um, just do it. Just get out, and do it, and su- surprise yourself. I think is the biggest one. Do it, and you'll surprise yourself every single time. And I also say, uh, you've got nothing to lose. Yeah. You've no, got everything to gain. And, and the thing is, it's like, Dean, you said, you know, they'll look up and, th- and think that we are athletes because if you look on the leaderboard, we're somewhere on that front page. Well, look at us. We're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're people who go out and exercise on a regular basis. We don't, you know, win national trophies of that. We just go out, compete against ourselves and we enjoy doing it. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. And I've always said this because um, you don't have to be on the leaderboard either. There is a way that you can no, do it privately. No. You can submit your evidence privately. You can be off the leaderboard. No one even has to know that you're doing it. You could do it personally. If that's what it takes to get you to take the first step, then just know that. But if you do get in the, on the Facebook group, if you do get on the leaderboard, also know that the support is there. And as you said, what was it, Dean? No one cares. Yeah. Well, no one cares. Like, they're, I, they're... Yeah, I put it in Dean speak, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what what does the future hold, Robin? What what's next for Robin? Got anything lined up? Any big ones? Um, well, you know, I was actually thinking because I've watched a few of your other podcasts, and I think he's going to ask this at the end, and I think well, I've got nothing lined up, and I think oh well, yeah, I'm just doing that. I'm just doing that. So <laughs> uh, over the summer, I'm going to go do the Welsh three thousands, um, but I'm doing it in three days, not one, because I'm taking Samuel with me. 
So I, I think he, I'd, I'd kill him if, if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we're going to do that in, in three days. Um, in September, I'm doing a, an obstacle race with the four mates in Helsinki. Nice. Um, then obviously next March, I'm well, not obviously, but I'm doing the ultra with Dean. And I've got a week free in summer, uh, like last week, uh, last year. And I've not, I've not thought of what I'm going to do yet. Um, I'll find something. But uh, there you go. <laughs> you'll fill, yeah, you'll fill the gaps, I'm sure. Do you, yeah, I'll, what, what... I mean, it's probably involve getting a tent <clears throat> and going somewhere and just doing something for a week. What about you, Dean? Oh, obviously, the Guinness World Record, right? Right. So there's the the Edinburgh run on the 27th of June first. Um, there's which could turn into an FKT. Then there's the Guinness World Record. Then in September there's another record attempt. Um, then there's a little project then for 2023 um, where I'm hoping I can link them all together to run all the canals in the UK. Later on in the year there's going to be another record attempt. Um, every, everything for me because I'm, I'm like literally as you know I'm getting riddled with injuries now um, so I've got to keep these challenges going um, so I'm going to sort of reduce the frequency but just increase the intensity mm-hmm. um, the, if I'd had my way tomorrow I'd be, I'd be setting an FKT as well but I've been stamped on by, um, by the coach and by the wife and by someone else as well because I was out doing a recce the other week and realised that there's no FKT on this particular route. Um, so, but yeah, we'll 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 see. I, I, you know me, Ted. There's just a curveball every time, and it's like with that mountain one I done the other week. That was just on, on a whim, really. Um, and I was all about you know we all got the mountain to climb, so I just went and did it. But I tell you the, what, um, yeah, there's there's a lot planned. I've got I've got challenges planned up to and including like 2026 at the moment. Um, so it's, it's going to be a busy couple of years, but it's going to be a fun few years, mate, as well. But with the same, with the same mantra and the same ethos, that don't matter if I don't finish them, let's just keep them going, let's keep them rolling. Let's have a go. I, yeah. I tell you what, I'm glad you've got a bloody coach, Dean, because <laughs> it would be send you out to pasture in a, in a year or two. Otherwise, at least he's going to keep, give some longevity to you. Right? Yeah, he actually he actually describes me as that. He says it's like keeping a racehorse. Like we just put him out to eat all day, and he'll just win me the money. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got many different sayings. He's um, yeah, he's a funny one. He, he leaves me little messages on training peaks as well. Like you know, he, he's just like you haven't trained for three weeks and you're still doing this. Fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> Must have cut me open and see if I actually bleed red or blue. <laughs> but, uh, so, actually, while we're on it, so you've got the Guinness World Record coming up. This is your chance to plug it, uh, Dean. So if you want any donations, who are you doing it for? Um, uh, PTSD UK. And how can they How can they donate? That's a bloody good question, Ted. Hang on, let me open my phone and get a link for you. Uh, you can't <laughs> read a link out. Well, I I'll, I'll tell you what. Just I'll... giving it. Fat, fat, actually, fatty ran fat on just giving. Oh, there we are. That's nice and easy. I thought it was going to be forward slash four H capital X W or something like that. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just trying to, I'm crap with this, mate, honestly. It's technology, you know, I told you earlier I was having to pick it all up. I will, just, I will. If you just have a look, just, just give in, fatty ran far, that'll be it. <laughs> I will do that. I'll put, as I said, I'll put the link in the show notes. So don't worry, yeah. you don't have to type and it out. It'll if, be there. If people do want to follow the progress of the training and all the other challenges, then it's Dean underscore right one on Instagram. And what about you? Are you on the Instagrams, Robin? Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm technically not a very technical, 
technically advanced. Uh, I suppose so, you're a teacher. You've got to stay away from yeah, it, right? Yeah, be careful about what I do. You've got to be very careful with all those extremist uh, views that you, uh, you oh, post all oh, the time. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you very much. That's that's all my questions, guys. I, I absolutely loved that. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, mate. It's been good. Yeah, absolute pleasure. I've got a question for you, though, Terry. What yeah. are your plans for Rockman over the next 12 months, 12, 18 months? For Rockman, um, I've been really concentrating I, on in, improving the user experience. So I know we have the submission form, um, but for the last, oh, God, I, I added it up the other day. It's taken 12 months, actually, to get to where it is, but... So, you know, people pay for these challenges because it's, it's not free to um, to manage and to, to actually host, you know, so I, the money does need to be taken so I can cover the costs. But the money has been reinvested into a system, a bespoke system I've been making with a developer to improve the user experience of uploading the uh, challenges. And also once I've got that in place, then we're moving on to, I think we're going to go in. I, I don't know. I'd like to keep my cards close to my chest, but... Um, oh. Okay. One of those there. One of those. Yeah, I don't know. Like, cause just in case, you know, maybe it might not happen. We'll change. But like, I'd like to go into more. I've got some ideas about sort of uh, mindset training, um, putting out some project books that people can download and, and use for goal setting. Um, but I've also got ideas for sort of fitness plans as well and, and in specific different areas and targets and stuff. So it it's going to be ever growing. I want this to grow. And the ultimate aim, I'll tell you, what, I haven't put this on there. Um, on record before the ultimate vision of rockman i want to see gyms i want to see rockman gyms up and down the country but it's more it's not necessarily a gym it's like a members club where people can go um do their workouts um push their limits but also have a beer in the bar afterwards or something like that you know and it's a, a community i want to build this national community yeah yeah there we are you asked hey, i'll give you an answer you never had that <laughs> never asked, yes, you a question before <laughs> It was mentioned a few weeks ago, Ter, about the Rockman Weekend Retreat. Are we still doing that? Yes, I've I've got a date in mind. I've just got, uh, tomorrow. I am looking at it, and I'm going to be uh, arranging something. And it'll be a it's it's going to be like a pilot version. So it's the first one, a bit of a tester. Um, and we're going to get as many people as we can together and just go out. I think don't don't be fearful. I think it's going to be more fun than it is pain. But there will be some pain. Do, do you think oh, I'm going to feel oh, really? carrying yes. for 24 hours? <laughs> You're selling it already. Yeah. But um, the, the main aim is just to get people together. It's, it, it's, the aim is not to go and push our limits, really. I mean, we'll be doing some of it, but and the aim is not to sort of achieve pips. The aim is to get people together and just get to know each other and just yeah. you know, build the community more. Brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. But, yeah, information really will be... to that, actually. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'll just probably be a one-nighter. That's all. Uh, you know, as I say, it's the pilot version, and we'll see where we go from that. Sounds great. Super. Cracking. Yeah, no, thanks for your time today, guys. I think people are going to really enjoy this. It was uh, it was serious with an important message, but with a healthy level of banter and comedy. So I loved it. <laughs> Cheers, Derek. Cheers, yeah, guys. I'll catch you both soon. Ciao, guys. Ta-da. At Brockman, we provide the challenges, sportswear, content, and community to inspire action within you to push your body, strengthen your mind, and achieve your next level of health, fitness, and well-being. You can sign up free at www.rockman.co.uk.